All right, and we're back with another episode of In Actuality, the podcast. I am your host, Ashley, and I'm excited. I'm excited to talk about what I want to talk about this week. So, uh, well, first of all, how how are y'all doing? Let's take a little bit of inventory of uh, our state of being at the moment. Are we anxious? Relax your shoulders, unclench your teeth, you know, unclench your jaw, uh, relax a little bit, breathe, take a deep breath in, take a deep breath out, and um, get ready to talk about some hot takes with me, or listen to some hot takes that I have, yay, okay, sorry, I'm, it's really late, <laughs> And I'm like in that delirious stage. So, um, yeah, I, I might be a little bit off the handle today. But you know what? You know what? That's all right. Because we have to embrace all parts of us. Yes? Yes. So, um, let's get right into it then. Let's Shall we? Shall we? A lot has happened this week. A lot has happened in the last, like, two days. Okay. <laughs> So, if you are listening to this episode, then you realize that I uploaded my first episode on my birthday, and then I I missed a week. So I am uploading. I uploaded one uh, earlier, and I'm uploading this one as well. So I want to get caught up before I get too far behind. <laughs> okay, so today is now. Uh, April 5th, whatever time it is. Oh, yeah, it's morning now. It's April 5th. And um, in like the last two days, we have had some stuff happen with Trump and some stuff happen with the women's college sports, basketball to be specific, March Madness and things. And um, I have been in a little bit of shock in the last couple of days i'm not even gonna hold you <laughs> so let, let let's let's get into the meat and meat and potatoes of this episode right so i don't know too much about sports okay i didn't play basketball in high school despite popular belief or opinion or whatever you know people's first reactions when they see me I'm five foot tall and over 200 pounds I am solid AF and uh every people people who don't know me who come up to me are like oh my gosh you look like you play basketball or like you know when I'm in the gym for my son's stuff oh my gosh you look like you bald Girl, no, I don't know nothing about nobody basketball. I know a little bit, but I didn't play, so I don't know all the ins and outs of it. And truthfully, I don't even know all the rules all the time. But, and I did not watch this game. Let me preface this. Disclaimer, I did not watch this LSU versus Iowa game. I didn't watch it. Um, I saw clips, just like majority of the country saw clips, and I made opinions. <laughs> like, majority of the country made opinions after they saw the clips. I did that too. So, um, let's get into it, though. So, 
there's a lot of controversy around this game. Not around the win, not around the win, that's undisputed, but around hand gestures and sportsmanship and the first lady wanting to kind of celebrate both teams. I don't know. So let me let me look at my notes and see see what I want to get into here. All right. So first of all, I don't know about you, but in high school, I'm, I'm gonna even go back to high school because I didn't go to that many uh, sports games in college. But in high school, that trash talk starts the Monday before the Friday game. Like, I don't think people understand how much people, you know what I'm saying, get, get, get in, I don't even wanna say ego, but for lack of a better term, People getting their ego. Oh, you can't beat me. That that, 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 they can't beat us. They sorry. They this. They that. You man, you can't do this. You can't do that. You can't see me on the court. That starts the week before the game. So, and I'm not familiar with these ladies, um, with their records and their skills, but I did see that both Caitlin Clark top-notch and Angel Reese also top-notch are like star athletes at the college level and um so it I don't think LSU and Iowa is a rivalry but in this in their brackets it, that was a matchup I believe that wasn't expected and when it came to be people was into it because of the skill I think primarily because of the skill level of Caitlin Clark um, and then also because of Angel Reese. Again, I'm not familiar. I'm just talking about what I saw on the internet because baby, I I thought it was interesting. Like I, I thought that what was happening, the discourse around this college women's basketball championship was so interesting. I was like, wow. People are really riled up. So, uh, if you haven't seen it, um, I'm not going to link it. Sorry. But if you haven't seen it, just uh, Google, like, the hand gestures or whatever. They did the... Caitlyn did it first. Um, and she did the John Cena, you can't see me for my YouTube... My people watching on YouTube. The John Cena, you can't see me, right? Um, where... And for my listeners... Y'all remember when John Cena was a wrestler and he would be like, you can't see me. And he would wave his hand in front of his face because you, you can't see him. That's what she did, right? Because she was saying, you know, y'all can't see me on the court. Y'all can't see me and respect it because she's mad skilled, right? From what I've seen. Um, and I think when that was initially done, there wasn't any reaction, any response, or anything like that. But, but after LSU won the game, after after LSU won that game, Angel Reese did it, followed Caitlin around the court, and didn't stop for like a good ten seconds. 
maybe 15. I didn't, I don't know. I didn't, I don't remember how long it was, but she did it and she followed her around the court for a little bit. Um, and when I initially saw it, my initial first total first reaction was, wow, cringe. Why are you following this girl around the court like that? Why are you doing that? Um, and like, she only did it for like a second, but you really following this girl around the court. Why are you doing that? And then as I thought about it a little bit more, and that's without knowing their skill levels, that's without knowing, you know, how known each of them were, um, initially seeing that and not knowing anything about it, I cringed a little bit. So after that, I, I, I took a step back and I looked at it a little bit more and I'm like, mm, well, I get it. <laughs> I get it because, and, and, and here's the, the reason that I understand why Angel's response was what it was is because I, I recognize that there are cultural differences in how you, people respond to uh, not adversity, but like, because it's not on that level. It's, it's more like, uh, how people respond to feeling like, or not being able to interpret disrespect. That, that's the best way that, that I can frame it. Like I, I was getting ready to say, that's how people, you know, it, it's a cultural difference in how people respond to feeling like somebody tried them. But yeah, it's not um, not knowing how to interpret this action as disrespect or not. And um, Angel very clearly interpreted what Caitlyn did as disrespect. And because she felt disrespected, and, and these are my thoughts on her feelings, obviously. Like, I ain't talked to the girl. I don't know. Um, but she, she took Caitlyn's gesture as disrespect so if you feel disrespected as a black girl from the south what you what do you think is going to happen like what did you expect the response to be did you ex were you hoping that it would be of um and and mind you she's been at lsu for like i think a year and a half that girl is straight from the south. Like, baby, who? Are, she she felt tried. You and 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 the reason that I understand where she's coming from is because I'm a black girl. I'm a black woman, okay. And I I was a black girl, and if I felt disrespected at that age, girl, who was you? What you think this is? Who are you talking to like that? And um, you know what I'm saying? Like <laughs> I can I one thousand percent understand why she reacted the way that she did. Um, but I, I I feel like the disconnect there is that people, the people who have a lot of negative things to say about Angel and her reaction and response, is because they don't necessarily understand 
that dynamic of feeling disrespected as a black woman who grew up in the South, those environmental um, factors that affected her growth as, you know, a young adult. And um, people who are, who are not grasping that are like, well, why would she do that? She, you know, she could have handled it more um, with more sportsmanship or um, she didn't have to follow her around the court. That was very obnoxious. Um, and I, I, I think that that disconnect is because people when when stuff like when things like this happen and the response is not what they would have done it's wrong and I disagree with that like wholeheartedly um because I understand why she reacted like that now the reason that I think it was wrong is because you didn't need to follow that girl around the court and and you followed her around well I don't know but to me it seemed like she followed her around in a way like oh yeah you disrespected me I bet you won't disrespect me again and had it been had it been a different environment that could have gone a totally different way um and I feel like she did that because she couldn't have done it any other way as she would have in a different environment because of where she was. So it's like, you was ready to take it there. And if you know, you know. You, you was ready to take it there, but you, we, we, that's not what you should be ready to do if you know your sport. You know basketball, people gonna be talking, leave it on the court, yo. Leave it there. You want it, it is what it is. So I disagree with how she handled it, but I 1000% understood why she handled it the way that she did. And, and let's keep in mind how old this girl is. Let me, let me, let me see how old she is. Like for real, for real. Let me search it real quick. One second. Ooh, Jesus. Angel Reese age. Baby, she's 20. Child, she's 20 years old. Oh, they got to give Shorty some good. They have to they have to give her grace. She's a 20-year-old black girl from the south. Be glad you she didn't hit her. Like <laughs> And I know that's that's I ain't even gonna lie. That's that's a little bit wild to say. But for real though, like, in, in, I, I, man, I don't know. I, I feel like it's a real big um, disconnect because of the cultural differences there and how, and how the feeling of potentially being disrespected, how, we manage that and it's a whole lot of factors that go into go into it like whatever you know and I'm not a psychologist but 
uh, I am, I guess you would say, as a sociologist technically because I do have a master's in sociology. Um, and I did learn about how family structures and institutional structures impact how an individual an individual's perception of the world and um you know stuff like that and uh we don't know her story we don't know you know all the things she was impacted by i don't i don't know all that and truthfully i'm not about to look it up but you got to think about what her who she is and where she's from and how being disrespected gets handled where she's from generally and then we would have to look at how disrespect was handled but that that is a psychologist's job i'm not doing that uh or a therapist job how you know being disrespected was handled like in her home you know to actually figure out how she handles stuff like that but i can say that emotional regulation having that support is sometimes more prevalent in like the environment where Caitlyn probably grew up or where Caitlyn probably grew up or uh, where, you know, the, the folks that she was around or, you know, whatever the case, whatever her environment was. And that is just based on, that's like systemically, right? Like that's like, two very very different experiences in america very different areas and you know all the things and um i feel like a, a lot of the outrage uh i and it, it frequently comes down to a race thing this one Feel like issues like this they, they always end up coming down to a race thing and i don't agree that this is this is an inherently race issue but i do think that the misunderstandings and folks being dense about what happened he what happened between Caitlyn and uh, Angel is um I do think that that has a lot to do with race so between the girls themselves nah not a race thing that's definitely a basketball thing um but the way that the media is handling it and the way that this is such a topic it does become a race issue unfortunately uh because if the roles were reversed i don't think it would be this much talking and not only is it a race thing i also think that it's um a sex thing like a 
gender, sex, those are different, but you know what I mean. Um, women's sports versus men's sports, it, it, I think that it's a big thing because it was two young women um, that this that this altercation happened with versus it being uh, two young guys. If it was two young guys, black and white, whatever, had this happened, it would have been talked about for like only on the sports channels. And then, you know, it would have been done with onto the next game or onto covering them at the White House or whatever. But because it was two young girls and they are a black, a, a black, a young black woman and a young white woman, excuse me. And it seemed that the young black woman was the aggressor. The media is taking it and running with it. And I think that that's uh, a very dangerous thing for them to do. But the I think that the way that Angel is kind of handling herself in the media from the little interviews and clips that I've seen, I like it. I like how she's handling it because she's staying true to herself and she's being herself. And her being herself and speaking her truth, you can't deny that. You can't deny you can't deny that. Um I don't necessarily agree with everything that she's saying. Um, but she's made some very valid points. Um and I did see a clip where um Caitlin was on a an, on an interview on one of the sports shows and she was asked uh, about how Angel had been has been being criticized and she was like no I don't think she should be she should not be getting criticized the way that she is like trash talk happens in the game um LSU played a great game and you know like they got the win basically and she doesn't think that Angel should be getting criticized the way that she is. And I really, really appreciated that because, I mean, you're going to trash talk in a game. And you're going to make gestures like that in a game. It was a championship game. And if you feel disrespected, what are you going to do? Like, how, 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 ooh, truthfully, I wonder how these people who have all this stuff to say how they handle being disrespected you know what I'm saying like I think that's I think that's wild you know um but yeah so that that I, I think that there's um a lot of co uh differences of cultures there which is why there's so much discourse about it because the folks are not understanding why Angel would react the way that she did. Um, and they just weren't. And I, I do think that it's because they weren't expecting a response like that to what Caitlyn did because they see no fault in what Caitlyn did. But if somebody sees that as disrespect, you can't say, oh, that wasn't disrespect. She took it as disrespect. So she reacted to it how she would have. Now, what would Caitlyn had done if she felt disrespected? That's how you flip it. And I don't think that's how um, the discourse around this is, is getting flipped. <laughs> Excuse me. Um, but also, <laughs> Joe, Jill Biden, baby. 
Miss First Lady. Child. Now, I don't know. Again, I'm not a sports head. I don't follow that all the time. But, baby, it's my understanding that when someone wins a championship, they can invite it to the White House. But only the winners have ever gotten invited to the White House. Because why would the people who lost be getting honored at the White House when they lost, right? Jill, it wasn't a formal invitation. Disclaimer. It was not a formal invitation. But I think Miss First Lady, Dr. First Lady, I think she was out of pocket. Out of pocket. Why on earth at no point would anybody invite the people who lost to the White House? If like I and I'm still trying to wrap my head around it and you know to not jump to what people would obviously say or people frequently frequently say about this situation and I can't think of another reason that she would say you know well they played good too they should come too no why why I, I don't understand why she would say that because inviting another team that is not the winning team to share in a moment that the winning team won is wild we won this we played this we earned this why what makes you think that they should share in our moment that we won and we earned why would she do that why would she say that i thought that was wild i thought it was wild granted again it's not a formal invitation it's my phone phone my my little camera what we got going on over here? Um, I thought that was wild. I thought that was out of pocket. Uh, I did see where uh, Angel responded to that. It was like, it's a joke. Um, with some laughing emojis. And I don't think she should have said that on the internet either. I think she should have left it alone. But, oh, excuse me. But she ain't wrong. That's wild. And that's a joke for real because... How is it an honor then if we were both going to end up here anyway? Because again, had the had the roles been switched and Iowa had won, I highly doubt that LSU would have been offered even an informal invitation as she gave to Iowa. I don't think that would be the case. I don't think so at all. Um... I think it, it, it would have, she probably would have did that at a different time, like a, a different um, event, but not for honoring the winners of the championship. I don't think that that would be the case if the, if the teams had flipped. Um, so, Dr. First Lady, you, you might want to, I don't know. And I mean, I saw, you know, I think Joe said something about it, like recently, like within the last couple of hours. 
but that was a that was a wild thing to do because people don't take this March Madness stuff lightly and that's crazy. Crazy. Okay. I mean Lord like I'm really I'm sitting here and I'm trying to think like what would possess her to do that, to say that? And maybe it's to save face. Maybe it's because like I said, it was kind of cringe how Angel handled the the don't see me or whatever at the end of the game. But even then, a win is a win. A win is a win and an L is an L. Like, like there's no other way to do that. Like, I think it was wild that she even informally invited Iowa when there weren't the winners. They didn't need to be there. Um... But yeah, that that's that's my take on that. Um, unfortunately, I think it might get worse before it gets better. Um, the discourse surrounding this, um, surrounding the original altercation, because now we're getting there. The interviews and the media is getting into. Um, getting into race wars and things like that and um i think that that is a little bit wild not cool not good um so i think it'll get worse before it gets better but but i think it'll get better it'll get better because again the girl they're they're super young and had this been guys, it would have been over with already. It's only because they're women. It's sexist. I don't think it's racist. Um, but I, there's never a time that race is not a component of some mess that's going on in the media, though. So, yeah. Okay, so we are done now with the meats and potatoes of the of this episode. So let's get into the next segment. Baby, the funniest thing that I've seen this week. Guess what? Guess what? Former president. <laughs> Former president Donald Trump. We knew that he had got indicted. Baby, that man got arraigned. He got arraigned on April 4th, which means he got arrested on April 4th, 2023. And in him getting, in him, he, <laughs> um, he had, dang, I, I think that is so crazy. Like he really, like, okay. So we know that he's not a great person, right? We know that he has made some not great uh, dealings in the past, though we can't prove it. Some lawyers and things can. So they are. And I think that that's the best thing ever because you can't just be walking around like uh, nobody is above the law. 
excuse me, nobody is above the law. And I think that serves him right. I really, I really do. I really, really do. I'm sorry. I am trying to pull up this piece of info. What the heck? Why is it not coming up? Yeah, man, that man got, oh, he got arrested. He got, like, he got charged and arrested for his, you know, ungodly dealings in business. And I think that's crazy because finally, like, he shouldn't have been president. Y'all should have been looking into this years ago. This stuff is not new. You know what I mean? This stuff is not new. He he been he been doing them dealings. But now we got the proof. Now we got the proof. Now he got arrested. Nobody is above the law. Nobody is above the law, man. So I'm trying to pull up um I think it was a tweet that he did. A tweet that he made. All right. Well, let me see. He is officially the first president to face criminal charges. Ooh, 30 counts related to business fraud. That is wild. All right, I found it. 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 This this was um, not his tweet because he's banned from Twitter. So whatever this, this app thing is, he said... Heading to Lower Manhattan. Y'all, I am tickled. <laughs> Heading to Lower Manhattan. The courthouse. Seems so surreal. <laughs> wow. <laughs> he said, wow. They are going to arrest me can't believe this is happening in America. And then he said MAGA, which you know. Ugh, MAGA is such a, is a such a tone deaf phrase to have adopted. But, you know, pandering to them, pandering to them folks who hate people who don't look like them. So, man, That man got arrested. He got arrested today or yesterday. And I think that that's good for America because he's a criminal. He's a criminal. Criminal. Criminals should not be running for president. And, and he is a criminal who is not reformed. Like, he doesn't think he did anything wrong. And he did. And I mean, truthfully, that's mental illness. You, you, mm, that's that's not okay. But I thought that was funny. That really, really tickled me. That really, really tickled my spirit. Like, wow, that man really got arrested, and finally, finally got arrested. Um, but yeah, so that that. <laughs> I mean, I could, I could, 
imagine, like, could you like imagine his face? Imagine his face and his persona as he was like put in handcuffs. God bless whoever put that man in handcuffs, okay? The honor of putting a bigot, an actual bigot, in handcuffs for char for for criminal charges for things that they actually committed like justice oh congratulations to whoever put him in handcuffs i don't even care i don't even care because he's a terrible person he's a terrible person and he deserved it um but <laughs> All right, we're going to move on to the last segment of the podcast, which is, um, and I'm still working on a, a name for this. So if you have any ideas, if you have any ideas of what to name this section, please leave it in the comment or something. Let me know because baby, I don't know. Anyway, this segment for the time being is, um, basically what is your an actuality moment of the week right and it's just kind of a way for me to sum up the podcast sum up my week and give a little bit of insight to you guys who are listening and you guys who are watching who I love and appreciate and adore so much um and you know the folks who just like to hear me talk so thank you um but okay so my an actuality moment of this week this episode Ooh, ooh! you can work to please and appease whoever you try to please whoever right when in actuality you're always going to disappoint someone and that's okay Adults should be able to handle disappointment. Your feel this is not a part of it, but your feelings, I mean, their feelings are not your responsibility. It don't matter what you do, what you do, when you do it, how you do it, you're going to disappoint somebody. And in doing that, It's inevitable, right? Disappointing somebody is inevitable. So at the end of the day, you got to worry about making sure you're good with the decisions that you make. And the reason that I actually decided for that thought to be my in actuality moment is because I was thinking about Angel and Caitlin and and how Angel is handling um, the media, you know, the backlash and all the conversations around um, what she did and she's handling it as herself and she's making moves that you can tell she is at peace with she's good with it because that's her truth and can't nobody 
Can't nobody argue with her truth. That's what it was for her. That's why she did it. And that's what it is, right? And um, a lot of people don't like that, clearly, which is why, you know, folks are still talking about it. A lot of people don't like that. A lot of people don't like that she did that. A lot of people don't like how she's handling that. And you can't please everybody because imagine if she had did that and then in all the interviews and stuff, she backtracked like, oh, you know, I didn't mean to do it or, you know, whatever PR response somebody gave her to, to give to the people. I can only imagine how she would be feeling internally if she had did something like that as opposed to what she's doing and she feels at peace with herself. I can see it through the interviews and that is something that I really, really align with. Like, that's dope to me. Um, I think it might bite her in the butt later, you know, but it's her truth. Whatever happens from that, it is what it is because at the end of the day, she's being honest. That's her truth that's, and she's walking in it. And I'm, I think that's admirable. I really, really do. I think that's admirable. Um, so do what you need to do for you because in all actuality, you can't please everybody. Even if you try, you're going to fail and it's going to be at the expense of yourself. So do what you need to do for you to sleep at night. And with that, I'm going to end episode three of In Actuality, the podcast. I thank you all so much for listening and for watching. Um, you can find In Actuality, In Actuality, the podcast on almost all, if not all, of wherever you can get your podcasts. The biggest ones I know of are Apple Podcasts. Yes. Uh, Spotify, uh, you can get it at our iHeartRadio, and uh, a whole bunch of a slew of other podcast hosting um, apps and things. And um, if you want to watch the vis, if you want to watch the visual, and you are currently an audio listener, go check out my YouTube. The Ash, I am the Ashley Tamara on YouTube. The Ashley Tamara is my channel. Um, you can check out the previous episodes of In Actuality, the podcast on my channel. You can also watch some of my other content on my YouTube channel. And if you would like to be friends with me and interact with me on the social medias, I am uh, The Ashley Tamara on Instagram and TikTok is what I'm on the most. Um, yeah, Instagram and TikTok. Follow me at the Ashley Tamara, and we can be friends, and you can see the ins and outs of my mind, man. Um, but yeah, with that, I'm gonna end this episode, and I will see you all in the next one. Thank you all so much. Bye.